I'm not young enough to know everything. Oscar Wilde. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to another episode of The Hustle Show. My name is Christian, and I am the host of The Hustle Show. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I'm super thrilled and excited to have you here in today's episode number 20. The story that I'm going to share with you, it's amazing. It's incredible because it's this young entrepreneur that started her company when she was nine years old, okay? It was her first venture. It was her first business, and it actually did not start as a business idea. Uh, It started as a necessity because it started out just her trying to figure out to come up with her own products to use them on her own. And it's crazy to hear the journey of how it became a business. And not only that, but it became a super big national brand nowadays. And the guest that I'm talking about is Zandra Cunningham. You really need to hear this because I always say there is no appropriate age to start your business. And most of the times we hear a lot of people saying I'm too old or maybe I'm too young. Well, this young entrepreneur started her business at nine years old and she has been crushing it in the industry and she has been doing a lot of inspirational for other young entrepreneurs to take action. And that's why I wanted to have her here because that's exactly what we do here at The Hassle Show. So before we jump into the call, remember that all the show notes and a way to connect with Zandra today will be available at thehassleshow.co slash tsh20. You can go there and find many, many resources that we put out there for you. And there will be a link to connect with Zandra as well, okay? And don't forget to hit the subscribe button right now because you will be helping a lot of other people to find the show and to find the motivation that they need to take action on their dreams and to maybe leave their job or if they already started their side hustle or their business to keep pushing and to keep going, okay? So hit that subscribe button right now and it will mean the world to me and I would really appreciate it, okay? So without further ado, let's jump in the call with Sandra from ZandraBeauty.com. All right, hustlers. So in today's episode, we have Sandra. Welcome, Sandra. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes, I'm super excited and thrilled to have you here today. And your story, it's such an amazing story that I just can't wait to all the hustlers to listen to. Because, I mean, you started your business at nine years old. What was that like? Oh, that was crazy. Um, (laughs) It wasn't my intention to start my business at nine years old or me to be involved in business at nine years old. Um, But the story is... Uh, when I was nine years old, I loved lip balm so much that every day before my dad went off to work, I'd ask him buy me a new one. You see my lip glosses popping now because right. I love lip balm and all that stuff. <laughs> um, and one day he just got tired of me asking him um, to buy me more lip balm. And then he told me, no, he said, no, you're not going to. I'm not going to keep buying you any more lip balm. You should just make your own. And of course, he said that as a joke, but that got me thinking, like, how do you actually make lip balm? What goes into it? And how does just parent source? So that's when I took that idea to my mom. We started to watch tutorials and YouTube videos and things like that. And um, soon we ordered a kit and I made my first lip balm and I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> I love that. I mean, you were trying, you basically just was, you, you were trying to make them from your own, right? Right. 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 <laughs> so that you would avoid going and asking for money. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Really wasn't even about money first. It was, well, it soon became about money, but it really <laughs> just came all about just making like my own lip balm and things like that. So I wouldn't have to go buy it. And then 
I talked to Pastor Mom, my grandfather's church. And then a lady, one day a lady gave me a dollar for hers. And that got me thinking like, oh my goodness, I can make money off of this too. I can get lip balm and I can make more money to get more <laughs> ingredients to make lip balm. So um, that's when my mom and dad, they enrolled me into a kids business program when I was 10. And that's really when the whole business mindset was born. <laughs> wow, that's such an amazing story because... I mean, we all hear that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs out there and people that are listening, you know, they have the tendency since they're a little kid, but not necessarily start a brand. And in your case, you you did start not only a business, but you grew an, a brand to a whole different stratosphere, you know, going national. And, and I'm super excited. I mean, I just can't wait to start digging a little more. So when you were nine, you started the company. Um what but by what age did you start actually to sell them to the to the public? So, um, so actually like my first encounter with selling it to the public came from the kids business program because, um, they set us up with a, it's like a, like a week long, um, boot camp kind of thing of all entrepreneurial things. Um, and each summer they connect us with, it's a program during the summer and they connect us with the, um, the, our local Broadway market here in Buffalo. Um, and we usually have a section from the farmer's market or the Broadway market. And that's where, um, we basically set up our table and they taught us like we had to have business cards and sit in front of our tables and introduce ourselves to customers and um, make sure we borrow from the big mom and dad. And we had to pay $2 for the table and things like that. And I made my first $82 and that's when like I was actually selling to the public. And ever since then, like I've been selling to the public. So um, that's really when I started. Um, but in regards to like wholesaling and to get inside stores, um, I really didn't get into that source until like uh, until I rebranded my company in 2015. So, so it was all about you know yourself doing the end-to-end -end consumer, just trying to promote your products to consumers and finding ways to to sell them, right? Right. Cool. Right. When you when you were starting, I mean, as you were growing, um, did you have any doubts that you could actually sell this this products that you were making yourself, you and your mom, right? Yes. So. Um, I don't really feel like it was doubts. It was just more like, is this really going to be a thing? <laughs> That's the one question that we always had to ask. Like, is this going to really turn into something? Um, we, none of us really imagined it was going to turn into this until as successful as it is today. But um, it's something that I was, something that I am and that I was really passionate about at the time. So that, so it really was a hobby for me instead of it being all about business and then turn that, and then it turned into business. And then that's where like, kind of transition in that sort of way so um i would say there was some doubts in um how far along we can get because of the limited resources that we had here in buffalo um we're rising and this is a city to come to now in 2017 i could probably say that buffalo is a city to come to for and it and it's um encourages entrepreneurship and it embraces me and embraces just all about we have like one of the largest um business competitions here in buffalo um 43 notes so so, but at the time when I was nine, 10, 11, it was more like, okay, people thought it was really weird. Buffalo's kind of small and teen entrepreneurship wasn't a word when I was nine and 10, 11, 12, and things right, like that. Right, like, right. Kind of thing. Um, but it was not even like, it was unknown. It was like extremely, extremely rare. So um, I think the doubt came from, okay, I quickly age out of that kids business program there was like nothing for me left there was no other kids things I was used to being like the only kid in the room and knocking down doors and being able to be like in the same position as learning uh learning the same things and involved with business but at a young age too so it took a lot of learning and a lot of a lot of um letting go of the fear of um 
not being able to like be accepted and things like that, but it all turned out good. So, so it sounds it sounds to me like you were you were at the right place at the right time, right? Because all these competitions weren't starting out when you were starting out. Right, right. That's awesome. Because I mean, for example, here in El, I'm in El Paso, Texas, and you know, you you there's a lot of, of companies, right? Small businesses and and stuff. But I don't think entrepreneurship is very strong here when it comes to community, and there's not a lot of support. So, I'm, I, you know, it's so good to hear that you know Buffalo being a smaller city. Uh, you know, compared to the big ones, uh, you know, you had that great support, which is awesome. Did you, yeah, did, you did you participate in those contests? Oh, and the 42 North, they're not old enough. You have to be 18. Um, but, but it's really, but um, it's been around for about um, two years now. I oh, gotcha. Okay. So it's pretty new. Yeah. Maybe longer. I'm not sure. But either way, um, it's one of the largest um, business competitions in the world. Um, people from all over the world come and uh, try to participate in it. Um, and the prize is $5 million. So, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's actually really cool. Like it, I think it's really cool because the cool thing is that we're still pouring into Buffalo. If that makes sense, because the thing is, once you get like accepted or, uh, entered inside the pitch competition, you have to come and move to Buffalo. Um, and if you win, you have to like move here for a year when to start in starting up your business with the money that you, um, won. So it's cool. <laughs> So while you were trying to figure out things and you were on your journey to building this amazing company that you own now and you're in, and you're running, um, how was that that roller coaster of emotions going on? You know, you, you being so young, and I know your parents were the backbone of of you and you know helping you and supporting you. But how did you feel through all of those years of of entrepreneurship, trying to figure out things and trying to grow the company to where it is now? Was it hard or was it super easy? What do you think about the journey? Um, it's definitely been an emotional roller coaster. Um, starting out, we were in that, um, well, I was in that excited state, like, oh my goodness, like, this is so new and like, it's my passion. And like, oh my goodness, this is something that I really want to do. And it's cool that I'm making lip balm. And like, I was in like the happy, fun phase. Um, and then going into middle school and then being involved socially, like in my school and like, want to hang out with my friends and come like a teen and things, things like that. The business kind of like, uh, after work. <laughs> um, and I was kind of in that, like, huh, I don't want to do this. Um, and I'd rather just go to the movies and things like that, but I already committed to the business and it's something I was still really passionate about, but at the same time, I was still really passionate about hanging out with my friends. <laughs> so, um, struggle with that, with the, especially with my parents letting me know that like, no, you can't go because if you want to make a commitment and you have to work at this show or you have to do this. Um, and then it went into, okay, now I'm really interested in learning about business phase. So um, that's when I really got in, like, involved in, um, actually, that's when I got accepted into the UB, um, University at um, Minority Business, oh my goodness, University at Buffalo's Women and Minority Business Program. Um, that's an all-adult college course class, and I got in there when I was 13. Um, so that was, like, a year-long program, um, and that was really what I learned all the basically the ins and out of business and my business as well. That's when I created my business plan. That's really what I got everything together and made and created Xander what it is today and what it looks like on the shelves and stores right now. So um, that was more like, okay, the growing up, I, I, making those sacrifices became easier. And I was kind of like cool and happy and all those, and all those good things. Um, and then 2015, 2016, when um, the business has been taken off. It was cool, exciting, um, but it was, but it's really um, all the press and things like that was amazing. But it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it shows that it was, it is hard because even like when um, 
even when, like when the cameras and things are off, like it's still a lot of work with even when they are, there's it's still a lot of work. So it's kind of like tiring at sometimes, but it's still really fun and really cool experiences that many people would die to like just be on the experiences that I've been on. So um, it's definitely been amazing, amazing roller coaster and um, <laughs> emotional one too. So right. Um, right now we're in the, um, I would say, in the cool, cool, cool and exciting. I mean. I'm getting ready to be a senior, so high school's about to be over. That's so. awesome. That's that's. I mean, that's you know, I usually interview. I mean, entrepreneurs in their twenties, thirties, or or later on. I think you're the first teen for sure, and the on the show. So that's exciting, mm -hmm. and and you know, I've never heard. You know, most of the sacrifice that we all make is related to family or uh you know college dropping out or things like that but I, you know it's funny to hear the stories of how you went through it when you were so young yeah. and you know missing out on all of those fun activities that, that you couldn't because you had the commitment so it's super interesting yeah. to hear those stories mine is definitely not family my family is really involved inside the business so <laughs> so i mean what was what was that moment like when when your company started exploding in 2015 what happened there that was really like a more like a surreal moment because it was it was like oh my goodness now the hard work and things are paying off and then it was but it was kind of like oh my goodness it's a thing now like this is there's like no going back from this now so it was kind of like really exciting and scary at this point okay so now it's out there now the whole world knows about Xandra and now it's living up to the hype even though we were living up to the hype it's more like real now it's really more real um and it was like starting to get into stores and start getting major wholesale accounts and it's like oh my goodness that's amazing <laughs> now we have to go back and make all this stuff right <laughs> so it was definitely like uh yeah it was definitely surreal and even better living it. I mean, it's really cool and amazing. I mean, it does take a lot of hard work and it was really, and it taught me a lot too um, about things that we would do differently next time and how more prepared we'll be. But um, it's definitely been amazing too because many businesses uh, don't last within like the first three years or things like that statistics show. But I've been in business for seven years. So it's extremely, it's amazing. So. I bet it is. And and that's funny. I mean, you know, some of the goals for, for product related um, brands, you know, is, is to get on the shelves. And then the funny thing is once you got in the shelves, now it was go and, and manufacture the product so they could get on the shelves. Right. So right. how was, how was that right. like? Was it, was it chaotic to produce at such bigger level? Yes, absolutely. When we got that first eight thousand units of um this amount of product it was it was uh, it was one of the biggest orders yet um and it was really amazing but it was also really like oh my goodness we have to make these products <laughs> <laughs> and um that was and, and it was the crazy and it was crazy it was during the holiday season because um the store paper source they wanted it um in their stores for the holidays um so they wanted it out before like i mean like they wanted it early october And then they wanted it early November. So it was kind of like going back and forth with different times. And it was already busy. And it was already busy, uh, busy for us because it's normally that's our busy season, the holiday season. And I was out traveling, speaking and things like that. So in those three weeks, like it was, I was gone most of the time. So like we really, but so we called basically everybody we knew, got them in the studio, um, not with making, but really with just like packaging and labeling and things like that, because making a thousand 1200 lip balm of each scent is it's kind of 
you crazy. get over it. Yeah, kind of crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like a three weeks of no, absolutely no sleep. Like literally staying to the studio until like five o'clock, going home, showering, and go back. Like it was, it was crazy. That's but so it was amazing. Actually, it was amazing too, because it's just like we did it at the end. It was like, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> That's so amazing to to listen to that story and. Was the by the time that this happened, did you already have like a facility with production and everything? Yes. Okay. So yes, that that yes. kind of helped, right? Because you started where at your at your house. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So um, when I was like nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, well, actually, what you just nine, ten, eleven, um, I was at home in my kitchen, and then we moved out to the sunroom, and then we were like, okay, now it's time for us to actually get a space. Um, so then we we um went to this small incubator space in um called the foundry here in Buffalo. Um, and that was nice for a few years. And then the demand, we just needed more space. And we were talking and we're doing a rebrand. I wanted my products to show inside stores. In order to do that, we need to be GMP compliant and other things to be certified with the state and like just health codes and laws and things like that. So that's when I moved into the studio I am in now. It's a 1300 square feet studio. Um, and everything's all stainless steel and GMP compliant and all those good things. And that's where all the product is produced. That's so cool. And how big is the company right now as far as employees? Um, so we do add on a whole lot of employees for um the <laughs> holiday season. Um my parents work there too, so those are two employees. Um right. and then my uncle is also part of the my employee staff because he comes and cleans. Um and then we also have Mayor Summer Youth. It's like this Mayor Summer Youth program that we have. Um and we have um some kids from there that are gonna be working for us and have been working with us for the summer. So That's so cool. And what type of role do, the, your, do your parents have played during this journey with you? Oh, huge role. So my mom, she's my COO. Um, she's the chief operational officer um, and also the chief organizational officer slash manager. Same thing. <laughs> um, and then my dad, he's a CFO. So he handles all business finance and, and things like that. All the books. So, so he, yeah, he's he's the numbers guy. Yep, yep. <laughs> the, the one that, you know, is going to yell if you had big expenses. And <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's so cool. And I mean, you were so busy that you basically did not have family time. You know, there was no time for family. So it was so cool for you to have family inside the business, right? You were, you were having absolutely. bonding time while you were building the business. Yeah, absolutely. So like when we go, like our family, like trips off for like vacation, it's usually like during like the school year, like when I have to go like for business, we'll like say a couple extra days and make it like a trip out of it wherever we go. Um, and yeah. And usually we were all together and they're all supportive of my grandparents and things like that too. So um, they come help with the studio whenever they want or uh, just to pick a product or whatever it is. So um, we do see them often and we all walk together all day, every day. So we got a lot of family time. Right. You do. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. So through the, through the journey and the ups and downs and, you know, we talk a lot about this, the, you know, the entrepreneurial mountains that are super high and then the, the valleys that are super low. Did you ever have that that thought that maybe you should just, you know, it, it got too hard or was there a moment that it got too hard that you felt like you should quit and go do something else or something like that? Um, so I haven't had um, one of those like, oh, my goodness, well, like, should I actually like stop the business because like a failure type of thing? It's really been like uh, sit in the bed to wake up the next morning because I'm so tired. Like, huh, if I didn't have this business, what else would I be doing? Would I be able to sleep longer? Would I be doing this or would I be doing that? So like, those are like, so I've had those days where it's just like, 
over and done with it, but everybody has those days um, because it's not easy at all. Um, So those are big kind of like lazy, like kind of like thoughts, but um, there's never been like, uh, I see the business has too much potential. So it wasn't, it hasn't been like, there hasn't been like, no, I think we, because of a failure, it hasn't been like, um, I think we should stop the business or things like that. It hasn't been like that. Um, It's been on the other side of the spectrum, right? I mean, you've been so busy that you were actually wondering what would life would be if you were doing something else right but then i also thought like if i wasn't going to be doing this i was going to be some doing something else so it was going to make me busy so um <laughs> either way either way um my life was going to be like this um crazy and busy and and i like that too i like being being able to say like i'm busy and i have other things to do because and out of out of all the busy days and weeks and months that you've had what would you say would be one of the one of those moments, I mean, an example of one of the, the moments that you felt super bad about, I mean, you know, stressed or depressed or anything like that that you would consider to be one of your downtimes, you know, the biggest downtimes through the journey. Do you have one of those? I would say, um, I would say closer to like, so the, so for the business, the, um, for as seasonal, so like I'm really, so it's really busy during um, the holiday season um, and then coming off of there it's kind of like okay now we have a break we have time to relax and time to regroup and get the system back in order um, and then during like late or no early spring-ish it was kind of like it's time for prom and <laughs> I'm homeschooled <laughs> so um, so like and it was like all my friends and it was like oh so now I have time to like hang out my friends and things like that but they're in school they have midterms they have exams and things like all like the normal school things that I was dealing with the other two years um and every single time that they have free time I was out of town working and then when I have free time they were in school working so um it was kind of like oh my goodness like I really have no life <laughs> other than work so I feel like that's been there was there was those, that was like a time where it was just like Hmm, this is it. But then I also kept thinking like, I'm only, I was only 16 at the time. So I have time and hopefully by I'm 21, I'll be able to travel and do whatever I want. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I felt that was a time. I mean, usually cause that's the more like, that's more of like our slow off season. Um, time for us to regroup and make and think of and how to get into and um just planning to get in get more wholesale accounts and things like that. Um, so it hasn't so I feel like that was like a downtime for me, but not really like a really depressed mode thing. No, <laughs> that's I mean it's it's inspiring to hear your story. I mean you definitely sacrificed a lot of years of of things that I would say you know they're fun. I mean they're absolutely fun to have and. And like I said, this is the first time I interview and we talk about stories like that. So it's it's very inspiring to hear your story and, and everything that you're doing. And, you know, but I'm happy that you are, you know, you're a visionary and you're always thinking ahead of the game and you're looking to the future and not to the right now. So when you when you had that downtime of not having your prom, you were basically telling yourself, I mean, when I'm 21, I'm going to be traveling the world. So just hang tight. Can't take full credit for myself for that because my parents had a lot to do with that me thinking like because I was like I can't even go to prom like it was just I was just like well I could have went to prom but it was a mess with that but still like I was like normally like this wouldn't have been an issue or anything like that um but they were like listen come time next year you'll be able to host your own prom like it's not that serious (laughs) so um 
so they help with the thinking of head in the future and things like that. So, um, so yeah, that's awesome. That's it. I mean, we, you know, it's so important to always have somebody backing you up and definitely you grew the, the business grew, you grew and your parents were always there for you. So that's, that's, I think that's priceless to have somebody to rely on. And for those bad moments, because we all have them. I mean, you can feel on top of the mountain one day and then the next day you're, you're, you're just overwhelmed and it's too much. And, and, you know, you had the support of your parents. So that's, that's awesome that you had that, that support from them. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a huge help. I mean, I mean, I, I, I feel like I wouldn't have gone as far as I am now as quickly as I did. Right without them so yeah. that's just awesome so what are you to everything that you've done what do you think is the 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 secret to your success to that everything that you've built what would be the number one reason that you think that got you to where you are right now i would say i would say my drive to create change um i mean all my business my company is really about girl empowerment inspiration so um being able to make make my company a vehicle for change and actually make a difference in somebody else's life and be that voice for some for some other girl who's fighting for the right to go to school um and being that voice for her or for any other girl who's who can't speak for themselves um i think that that has been a huge like push for me um and i feel like i do create change and i feel like i inspire other people to just be inspired and to create more change and things like that. And I think that's really huge because a lot of people think like, oh, times will change or whatever, but we don't really change unless we want them to change, unless we do some action to change. Um, so so I think that um, has really been a, a huge factor for me um, and something that I feel like I have inside me. And that's been like a, a it's kind of like a gift for me um, that, um, that being able to create change and inspire hope and just be like okay I heard your story and I heard what you're doing that inspired me to do this or that inspired me to uh, actually take a chance and join this club or that took me or that gave me the inspiration to actually think about start opening my own business or doing something I love or turning my hobby into a business so um, that's really cool and also like letting people know that okay once you've gotten to a certain point of success whatever level of success you think success is because success is a personal and a mindset thing because my success can look totally different from your success um so letting people know that okay once you got into a certain point now it's time for you to pour back into your community i'm gonna make whatever your huge goal your huge dream not only beneficial only beneficial beneficial to you uh, but to your family your friends your community and just the world So getting other people inspired is is your your drive and what's keep what's keeping you going? Yes, the motivation, yeah. I would say when I go out and speak and um share my story with others and hear those the feedbacks and the emails and things like that like I think that's amazing when they hear my story and they're like, "Oh my goodness, like you inspired me to open my own business or to start thinking about my future a little bit earlier instead of just waiting to and waiting for college and get involved with my community or, or, or um, getting involved into a um, business program or just a program in general. I think it's really amazing. It is. So, it's, it's, like it's amazing. Yes. yes. And I love, you know, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on the show, because for me, my show is my way to motivate people to take action and do just go for it. Right. I mean, even if you're afraid right. and you have fears and you have doubts, just go for it. 
I mean, if, if, if all the entrepreneurs that we have here, including you, you know, you doubted yourself, you had the fear, but you still keep going and look at you now. I mean, you know, national brand, inspiring other people. And, you know, I'm very proud of everything that you've done. And I wish you, I mean, you're, you're headed to big explosion in the future too. I mean, you, you will keep growing and hopefully if we get to, to do a TED talk soon together or something like that, it would be amazing. (laughs) Absolutely. Sweet. So changing gears a little bit from your story to what I like to call the hassle round, where we are going to play a word game. Um, I'm basically going to throw a word at you and whatever pops to your mind first, the one single word, you're going to give it back to me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. You ready? Yep. Hustle. Hard. Work. Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Employee. Okay. Work came to my, came to my head first, but I'll think of something else. Okay. (laughs) That sounds fair. Um, employee. Time. Boss. Money. <laughs> Rules. Non-existent. College. No choice. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, that really is my word. No choice because okay. I really don't have a choice. <laughs> Fear. I keep thinking of phrases instead of words. Okay. Right, um, yeah. And, and that's the hard part. I mean, do your best. If you can't, just throw the phrase. Challenge. That's a good one. Weakness. Weakness? Yes. Netflix. <laughs> hey, let's let's keep it real, right? Yeah. <laughs> Strength. I think that's one of my weaknesses too. <laughs> Strength. Family. Motivation. Parents. And last but not least, books. I need to read more. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. Very cool. Um, so to all the hustlers that are listening to us right now, can you share a, a little motivational hustling quote f- to get them inspired? Maybe they're on the fence on quitting their job and just go after their dreams and build their business. Or maybe they already started the business, but they're not at the point where they want to be. What, you, what would you tell them to motivate them to keep pushing and keep going and keep hustling? I would say whatever you're doing right now that is not inspiring you every day or setting or giving you that burning fire in your heart that makes you want to get up in the morning and be like, oh my goodness, like, even though it's 530 in the morning, I have to get up to go to work. I'm still really excited to see where the day takes me. If your job or what you're doing is not giving you that sort of passion, that sort of drive, like, oh my goodness, or and it's to the point where you're just like, oh, I'm just here just to get a paycheck. That is not the job for you. And you need to stop what you're doing and start something new start something that you're really interested in and something that's something that you're going to have fun with not to say that's going to be fun all the time but something that you that'll keep inspiring you and give you that passion and that motivation do something that you love to do where for where work doesn't become work it doesn't seem like work to you i love it i really love it well i mean thank you so much for being here um to everybody that is listening today is there any way that they can follow uh follow you around or look what you're doing or connect with you Absolutely. So um, you can follow me all. I'm on all social media outlets, all at Zandra Beauty. Um, and you want some you want to check out my products, um, make sure you go to my website is www.zandrabeauty.com. Um, if you have any questions, you can also email me at zandrabeauty at gmail.com. Um, 
And yeah. Sweet. And I'll make sure that I link this on the show notes too to all the hustlers that are listening so they can just go to the hustleshell.co slash TSH20. And I'll put the link there to sandrabeauty.com and, and we'll link it to everybody that is listening. They can go there and connect with you. Awesome. Well, I really appreciated taking the time to talk to me and to help me inspire all the hustlers that are listening to us by sharing your your you know incredible journey. You know how you started at nine years old, and you're probably the youngest CEO I've never met. And <laughs> I love <laughs> I love the opportunity to have you here and and you know allow me to share your story and go a little bit about your struggles, ups and downs, and and like I said before, I mean I wish you the best of success out there. You know, hopefully I, I, I get to meet you in a TED Talk soon or, or something related. But and I wish you the best and thank you so much for everything. Thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so there you have it, Hustlers. Everybody that is listening, this is a great example that age is not a barrier for anything in life. Doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. You can start at any point in life, you know, as long as you're living and as long as you can breathe. You can start a business. You can go after your dreams. You can go after your passions, just like Xandra did, okay? So it was a real pleasure to have you here on the show today. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you tune in to next episode as we will have another amazing story on our episode 21, okay? Keep hustling. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.